0: <laughs> hey hey how are you i'm doing great i'm feeling good um a little sleepy but My latte in my hedgehog cup is pushing me through.
1: Yeah. Do you have time for a nap today?
0: No. Actually, yes. But I won't. But you won't won't. take it. I won't. (laughs) I have
1: time for a nap, but I won't. Wow. And Sheeta, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for
1: asking. You're welcome. Um, Okay, so I'm Deesh.
0: I'm Mark, and I'm Rashida,
1: and this and is
0: Three, three Twins
1: in <laughs> a Pod.
0: Yay! <Yes>. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome back, and welcome. Drighi, welcome back. Drighi, do you want to, do you want to give our lovely intro?
1: Yeah, our, our powerful guest um, today is Rashida Ali my siblings my people mark's people your people uh rashida is a yoga and meditation practitioner a studying doula an amazing parent a phenomenal sibling a non-binary human radical love black activist
2: Yay. Just like- the the announcement the announcer voice is beautiful
0: and just
2: hearing it you know it's so funny when you write out those things and Mm -hmm. then someone speaks them back to you you're like oh Mm.
3: okay Mm." that's who I am Mm -hmm. it hits
1: different yeah I hope hope that it uplifts you because you Mm -hmm. are so uplifting and you're (laughs) glowing yes truly, truly yeah I'm
0: happy to be here we're Thank so happy we're so happy that you're here and um we you know only only exclusive guests on the twig pot no. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: only the best,
0: only the best yes but I'm actually listening. actually though you you're you're just such a an inspiration um Thank just you. just on the daily you know what i mean um just the way you live your life and i because we're in two separate parts of the world i live through yeah. you on mostly on social media and I feel like you're always bringing me back mm. to a good place you're always like grounding me whenever yeah. i come across mm. your you know your your stuff online it's just yeah, you're always speaking for yourself, but also speaking for like community at large, and I think that's yeah. one of the most beautiful things about you. Um, <laughs> like communal care is also mm-hmm. self care, and I, yeah. I just always um, feel rejuvenated when when I see your face, when I see what you're what you're thinking and what you're saying, and yeah. Just a very special person, Shita, and I miss you.
2: I miss you too. I can't remember the last time that I was in person with you. I'm like, when's the last time I gave Mark a hug? I know.
0: I know. It's been years. It's been some time.
2: It's been a couple years.
0: Yeah, isn't that um
1: like amazing and yeah. and like heartbreaking
2: heart- at the same time? Heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like life I... just moves
2: it does it really really
0: moves but what's crazy about it to me not even crazy what's so magical about it to me is that people just stick and like even with you with you draggy like we've i mean it's very few and far in between that we get to see each other now yeah i saw you what a year ago or maybe like a little bit less but yeah we change we grow we evolve but the the connection is always there you know Mm -hmm. and i I feel so lucky to just have that relationship with all of y'all um even like with c tom like there's just like a few people that you know you can can always count on to just kind of Mm -hmm. yeah yeah be be with you yeah Mm mm-hmm
3: yeah. Mm.
2: I think the coolest thing about recognizing that, or when we recognize that, is the impact that you don't realize that you make on people. Mm, I think right. it, it, it like just further threads the connection to all of yeah. those humans, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. Because I, I definitely feel the same way about each of you. Mm. Like, mm. I mean, as my sister, as my older sister, in so many layers of ways, I feel all of those words. Like, I want to boomerang them, and just <laughs> circle them back towards you. And yeah, it's just beautiful and terrifying for those things to be present and then be moving through, you know, whatever each of our moment to moment day-to-day experiences are with everything that's happening in the world collectively, you know, on a broader scale, but then just like on the inner part, like, you know, how the humans are doing in our lives or Mm. what recent people have dealt with grief, what people have left, like dealt with loss, what people have lost. And yeah, when's the last time we made physical contact? With the ones that we love and cherish
1: so much, and you know, what impact has it made? Yeah, wow. What impact has been made? And also, like, how do they inform you? Right. Sheeta, you just said, um, you just were talking about like boomerang. I think about how now and how often I go look at your work as inspiration for how to do my work, you know, mm-hmm. and so you talk about me as an older sister and at a, as a time, there was a time and there, you know, there still is a time where I was leading the way or, you know, I, I feel like you were learning how to do things from me and now coming back full circle, I'm just like, you know, even when I'm, like, making a flyer or something or trying to articulate something, I'm like, well, how did Rashida say this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, what's their website looking at? Oh, they have their link tree up. You know, like, how do I, oh, <laughs> let me go look at Sheeta and see how to do this.
3: Yeah, for um, sure. So it's
1: just, like, in the same thing. With you, you. Like when, yeah. <clears throat> when I'm going to do my website, I'm always going going to mark and i'm like oh yeah driggy says it like this oh he's got it laid out like this you know
0: which is so funny Mm because i'm a fraud i'm a huge fraud
1: (laughs) (laughs) no you're not (laughs) i'm like it's so Uh, true but i don't mean that you're a fraud (laughs) i
0: know what you mean though Like the Isn't website, the website gods are like, no, honey, that is not it, Marcuserta.com. You're doing it right. wrong. And you're right. like, this is amazing.
1: I'm like, this is glorious, simple, pure, artistic. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <what> they're missing. <laughs> Who cares if I don't know how to paste HTML codes? Who cares if I don't know how to use oh. hashtags properly? Yeah. Do you see my words? Right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you see the words?
2: Right. It's so funny that you say fraud because that is always something I think about. I am like a recovering people pleaser, and like Mm. you know, I'm a people person. I'm a people pleaser in recovery. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there it is. Admitting,
2: you know, like that's an addiction of mine. Wow. How do I move through it? And then also, as it relates to the things that I'm passionate about and fucking good at, I'm not a fraud. You know, like yes, the imposter syndrome does like circle in and like be cloudy and make all this freaking mud but then when i wash it away and like you know move away the clouds like what's behind it right. like oh shit i'm brilliant i am brilliant and oh i'm like gosh. mark a fraud no way i literally was googling your name i can google your name so fraud <laughs>
0: Stop. google me bitch. yo i, I know <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. so this you i'm so glad you just said that though because that is so real like Mm -hmm. and I feel like that idea that like imposter syndrome and like I'm a fraud like it's it's such a real feeling for so many people and I like I think a lot of it comes from our constant need for like validation and when Mm -hmm. we when we don't have the validation like on a daily basis it's so quickly to just fall back into oh I am I am a fraud oh I wasn't my um you know i wasn't justified or valid- uh, validated today so definitely a fraud you know what i mean <laughs> yeah.
1: absolutely yeah. That's crazy. absolutely um the imposter syndrome is real and mm-hmm. yeah like what what do we do to to shake it mark you're probably one of the most accomplished dancers that i know um and choreographers and you know but it's just like that feeling still uh, just like rests with us
3: yeah um, mm-hmm. even though we're
1: doing it like you you can say you're a fraud but the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is you're actually a professor and your website is fierce. you know <laughs> but I feel the same way yep. <laughs> so those know, things like, are
2: so cool oh yeah. yeah
1: no I was gonna say like all of this kind of just leads me to our topic today of radical love like everything you just said about peeling back the layers and and finding the true nature and brilliance of the self um like that that sounds a lot like radical love Mm. (laughs) yeah
2: and it feels a lot like it and there's so many layers to it and i love when you ask me you know like what's important to you to talk about and yeah my brain went in like 11 ways Mm -hmm. I was like this and then that and then oh and then that and then you know it's like the list went on and then I was thinking about you know how to thread them all together and I was like oh it is radical love Mm -hmm. it is doing things differently it is you know being willing to see another person or to see myself as just a human trying to be Mm -hmm.
3: see myself and you know
2: what does that feel like moment to moment? And, you know, there's so many small examples of it, you know, for me as a parent, you know, how do I make choices that are hard, but that Mm -hmm. I know are necessary for the moment, even if I don't know if it's correct or wrong or
1: the way to go.
2: Yeah. Mm And like who says what's correct? I do, I guess.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And, you know,
2: being willing to do things differently. Um, Something I'm continuously, continually bringing with me, Uh, moment to moment is agreements that have been shaped in a lot of the training and the um, Zoom spaces that I've been in. Um, Mm -hmm. Over the last almost two years, I've been following and trying to really place myself, aligning my yoga and my my passion with social justice and following Mm -hmm. so many incredible human beings and being able to speak with them as they're doing this work is yeah. pretty remarkable and then yeah. listening to their humanness and the way that they're like oh I made a mistake I'm like you did what do you mean so I can make mistakes too cool this shit isn't yeah. easy and uh, you know um, one of the first people that I started following in, the, in this work is um, a woman named Michelle Cassandra Johnson and she is just like a magical medicine working brilliant woman who's like on her way to writing her fourth book but she wrote mm-hmm. this book Um, that I just got recently called Finding Refuge. And it's like little plug here, but yeah, finding refuge, it's like hard work um for healing collective grief. And I was like, Oh my god, we as a community we're all experiencing grief. Mm -hmm. And if we all kind of turn towards it to figure it out, maybe we can build a greater, brighter, loving world. And so I think when I think of all of those things as it relates, like I circle all the way out, like you know, if you were to spin those one of those like little tops, and it's like, okay, where does it slow down for me when mm. I spin the right. top? And where is it? Where do I place myself in wanting to be like I gotta be a part of this work, and then being yeah. like, okay, but you also need to raise this child, so that's a part of the work too. Mm. And, yeah. and it's okay, it's you don't have to push the yourself against. Yeah. And that's something I'm trying to come back to is recognizing that like, I don't always have to like put myself somewhere to be doing this offering and this way, you know, stacking up the rack or whatever that feels like or looks like I can start small and be like, okay, I'm taking care of my body. I know that I've put behind some appointments. Let me uh, remember them. (laughs) And when can I like pause and grieve with myself? And how can I just be patient and curious with my child? I don't want to mm. be judgment. I don't want to love him conditionally. I don't want him to understand. I want him to like know what conditional love is, but I want him to feel unconditional love for me. So what mm. what shit do I need to figure out in my life, in my conditioning so that I can be, an okay human to support him because <laughs> yeah. you know he's in my presence, but I don't even want to say he's mine, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, he's my son, but he's a person that I'm just mm-hmm. supporting, happens to be. Yeah. And he's got his own opinions. He's got his own little beating heart, you know, and own desires and yeah. And I, I am recognizing like, wow, his attachment to me will shape how he relates to the world. And that shit mm-hmm. is terrifying. It is yeah. terrifying. And Mm -hmm. I've been looking into my attachment style and it's like one of those like existential, like dig yourself into a whole place to be where you like look at it and you're like, no, no, no. But also it's like brilliant to kind of just dig through. You're like, all right, what else is there? What else is there? there? It's also like terrifying to recognize because for me, I'm just like, wow, so this relates to that and that relates to this shit. That sucks. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> how can I fix it and is it yeah. fixable? So right. yeah, or I think all of fear. that. There is it just here and how do I deal with it? So
3: yeah.
2: I think all, all of that in a hopefully that makes some sort of container or fills up a pot to say I guess that's how what radical love has felt like for me. Wow.
1: What a beautiful <laughs> I mean it was a it was a lot, right? But if you're able to really digest it because you brought it home beautifully. Mm. Um, If you're able to digest it, like what's important to you is building a better world for yourself, for your child, for humanity, you know, humanity pulls on your heartstrings and what better mirror for us to hold up to ourselves? than who we are building our child to be Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm learning in motherhood that it's constantly um a crafting it's almost like you have this perfect fresh start and you don't Mm -hmm. want anything to taint them and you want to just give them pure and unconditional radical love Mm -hmm. and how do you do? Like you are responsible for someone else, it makes you more responsible for yourself. Yeah, um, you know. And I'm sure, Drig, you can relate to that in reference to being an educator, mm-hmm. and also in all of the projects that you quite literally birthed. Do you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It holds up a mirror to who you are and where you're struggling and what you want to do, why you want to do it, and how you Mm -hmm. as a human are going to be on this journey. Um, Mm -hmm. So Rashid, I feel like I just reiterated everything that you just said, but for me, that was the digestible bite. Mm -hmm. And I can just relate to that so much. And like, honestly, that's what the intersection is about. It's about Mm -hmm. celebrating Mm -hmm. the grief and trauma that we all experience turning it inward to illuminate and enlighten the self and then give it back through service through art through whatever Mm. your contribution is through parenthood through raising Mm -hmm. better humans through you know whatever it is um I think that there's just something so beautiful and also like Mm. I feel like it's it could solve all the problems if we could just turn inward and find but, the love.
3: Um, <laughs> like, during the, same like, thing, the last
1: episode, like yeah. you know, when we were talking about Ukraine, like mm-hmm. can those people just take a deep breath and, yeah, and love literally. themselves? People that are doing such damage, can they? I love I too, what you like, mentioned. Yeah. Sorry, yeah.
0: she did it. go go go.
1: No, I'm
2: sorry. I feel like I was talking a lot. No, no, no. No,
0: I just yeah go. I'm I'm finding everything you're saying so um, deeply touching.
2: That's great to hear. And thank you. I was gonna circle back to the previous episode that I was listening to of y'all talk about how Dij, I love that you mentioned about you know like you know the like you know your Buddhist like your Buddhist mind coming in, the Buddha in you, when you think about like the people who are in power doing the harm and like how like, if you are in a place where you're doing harm to others and that means you are experiencing grand suffering and like how you, Mm -hmm. and the Buddha in you is like wanting to like extend those people loving kindness or extend those people like, damn, I wish you were okay. And how, how, like how icky and shitty that feels because they're Mm -hmm. doing such bad things for our world yeah. and like just like you know just the, how complicated that gets mm-hmm. amongst yeah. all of us trying to just be human beings when we're humans doing I don't know if I, I think I sent you that like tiktoker um and it was just like this whole like it was, it was great it. mark I will send this to you too and he was just you know making like a like a um what's the word what's that s word you know a a satire, a, a satire. Uh-huh. yeah a satire of just like the conditioning of capitalism
1: and like oh how, yeah <laughs> it's so funny and so good rig like yeah we have to send that to you because i was like oh my god he's nailing it oh my god he's nailing it oh, oh yeah didn't god. it
2: almost make you didn't it make you almost feel better about
1: it <laughs> right yeah, it was like well of course like why wouldn't we you yeah. know buy into this right um rig, do you remember what you were gonna say
0: oh yeah honestly I was just gonna say it's it's um it's an interesting thought of seeing both sides of what radical love can be and just listening to what she everything that you're saying it, it sounds like I think initially when we think of radical love we do think of like this kind of unconditional love and um almost like attaching ourselves to something or someone our our child or our lover um or our friends or our family I Mm. think taking it even deeper than that is the art of like letting go which is Mm. what it seems like your your approach is with Silas in a way Um, because you love you love them so much and you do like you you're raising them you everything that you're doing in your life is everything that's happening in Silas's life as well
3: right you're already
0: innately attached but this idea of even acknowledging that Silas is their own human being their own person with a beating heart with idea with thoughts seeing Mm -hmm. things in a different way than you may be seeing them even though they're with you all the time right something about that idea of letting go Mm -hmm. and just letting that be seems even more radical than (laughs) than the initial thought of intensely 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 loving someone you know yeah or like Um,
2: the pouring
0: right which is oh it's kind of the same thing in a way, you know, um, mm -hmm. like, can you love somebody so much that you just let them live their own life and figure things Mm -hmm. out on their own? Not to say you can't be there to support them and guide them along the way. Obviously, if it's a child that you're raising, um, there's things that, you know, they need help with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's so hard for people, um at this point in our lives where we are to like let go of things um to let go of people you know and Mm -hmm. not even let go like leave them just
1: let go of your idea and you're like forcing upon let go of your ideal Mm -hmm. for that Mm
3: -hmm. this
1: brings us Mm -hmm. like right into I think things that like I want to say to you, Sheeta, with your non-binary journey, like for me, that was a radical, radical letting go. And like, it was like releasing you into your freedom of who you decide that you're going to be in the world. And in turn, it was a huge release in freedom for me of just like my mind, like actually expanded,
3: mm-hmm. you know, and it,
1: you can say so much, I love the world, I want everyone to be happy and peace and blessings, which is, you know, how I went through a great deal of my life, thinking mm-hmm. that I was causing no harm, when in actuality, having thoughts about how people should be, and how they should live their life was causing harm unknowingly, Mm. putting restraints on them and restraints on myself.
3: Mm.
1: So when someone decides to live radically different or identify radically different than what I know or what I'm comfortable with, you have a choice. You can expand with them or you can possibly sever ties or possibly stay where you are Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and there was no like I didn't have a choice in that because you are my flesh and blood so it was like (laughs) I'm going on this journey with you if you'll allow me if you'll have me I'm going you know not to the places that you're going (laughs) but I'm here for this ride and I want to grow and expand with you. So that letting go Mm. was an expansion for me. And it, and it's just like in the name of love, what does it do? Like it, it Mm -hmm. elevates us, you know? So yeah, I, I, I 100% feel that. Um, But it, it, just makes me more inclined to say to you, Rashida, you know, like, thank you so much for, for your radical love for yourself um, mm-hmm. and for such this expansion, you know? Um, I see you so differently and I feel so empowered by you, by the, <laughs> by the journey that you've taken in your life from... Um, everything Mm. you know from where we come from to who you are now i've loved the journey um Mm. and i recognize the journey uh so how would you describe your journey and your arrival to where you are now not that Mm. this is the you know goal end goal or you know but
2: right
1: where you are in your life now as a as a parent as a partner um Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna take a deep
2: breath.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) I'm just like accepting everything that you said because it was just so beautiful to hear and then also just the presence of this, this this little gorgeous shape (laughs) that I'm looking at with your faces. (laughs) <laughs> it's just amazing. It's amazing. Like two humans I've looked at since I was a kid, and then wow. when I, they, when y'all started making little impacts on my life all the way when I was like, well, how old was I when you were in high school? Like, uh, eleven? No, nine. Probably. Eight,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like eight, eight or nine. nine
2: when I started to like question my existence <laughs> all the way back then.
1: Oh,
2: my God. I think of that little girl, you know. That little kid, mm-hmm. that kid in me that was always curious, but then afraid. Mm-hmm. And where did that come from? And so, the spaciousness as an adult, as a parent, as a mother that I've found for myself is equally shattering, but like so freeing.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And I have so much that comes with it. I think, you know, the things that I've clung to in my experience you know like getting closer to myself and like having traumatic relationships or having traumatic moments with loss or um doubting myself and then coming to here now and i it's for me I, i'm not a person that believes in like everything happens for a reason i've never i think at one point i did but and now i really fucking don't <laughs> i just don't and <laughs> shit happens and um, it's, yeah. it's it's up to me to be like oh, okay how am I moving with it I don't believe that like oh that terrible thing happened there's some golden rainbow behind it no fuck that. radical yeah. love for me and my identity is being like oh this is icky this uh, shit mm-hmm. is crazy weird this is weird and it's uncomfortable but I'm gonna keep going uh, and I want to keep going because I want to like it I think I've always wanted to find an answer and I think I'm finally coming to a place where like there isn't an answer and that's okay, but I can keep asking questions of myself or like how I relate to my body, how I relate yeah. to the way that I communicate, how do I relate to right. spirit and my practice and
3: hmm. how
2: am I choosing to care for this vessel that's only here for a fraction of the time? Hmm. A blip. It's a blip. And
0: Okay, I have a question. Yeah random what do, okay so we're here for a fraction of time in this body what do you think what do y'all think like now at this point in your life what do you think and if it's too personal you don't have to answer but what do you think of the next step like what
2: the after
0: the after like the afterlife i find myself um, dwelling on this so much and then literally throwing it out the window because i'm afraid to confront it um yeah. which brings us back to the beginning of this conversation being like afraid to like sit in grief and sit in fear and things that mm. go the wrong way you know what I mean like even just like you were saying kind of like everything happens for a reason I think that's like a coping mechanism it'd yeah. mm. be like this sucks really bad right now but in a year from now I will be this person so this will this is a part of my growth or da 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 you know what I mean um yeah I don't know like what do you Do y'all feel comfortable answering that question? Or do you not have an answer, which is my answer?
2: (laughs) I love that question um, because I believe and know that that my body is going to break down. My body is going to break down and go into the earth. And then, you know, at that moment when my organs stop functioning, that means my soul has, you know, shifted. And, like, so I I do believe that, like, the soul, the electricity that functions my body turns off. And so that energy has to go somewhere.
3: Mm.
2: And I think the more that I can make space for connecting to spirit, I can figure out where it will go. Or maybe I can even send it. Or maybe I can just be so hyper-present that, like, it will just Mm. be. Mm. (laughs) It will just be. And so I think that my spirit will release and maybe take form of an element, whether it be air or the earth or the sky or like a, maybe another being if I get lucky, but maybe I might get trapped in like a piece of wood. <laughs> I love
1: that. Here maybe I'll just, you know, with this tree for the next right. six hundred years. Right. <laughs>
2: or maybe, or, or like 10, depending on how capitalism decides to like make
0: okay of this earth right fern gully they chop the tree yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, it. yeah. yeah like,
3: really? wow yeah really?
0: They're
3: like did so, yeah, that table
0: think- just move <laughs> right maybe. i mean wh- i mean when that happens it's obviously you know sheeta is in that wood so i'm gonna come back with an
2: earthquake <laughs> you know, right maybe just i'm the, maybe on the ether and maybe yeah. I'm in the ether and you I can think call yeah. out to me. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree.
0: I think that's my I think that's my stance. I mean, I'm also one of those people that will believe anything and everything. Like I'm open to like all thought and all idea. Um I love that.
2: Go yeah, through. I mean like that's why important. not? Because I
0: don't know, because I don't know, but I do yeah. like to believe in in what you're talking about now. Just kind of this like you it ha like our being has to go somewhere. Um and but then I think about like, you know, all the other people on this planet and all the other people in this world and this universe and the galaxy and, and just like mm-hmm. every all time leading up to like this moment right here right now. um It's just so hard to wrap my head around. But
3: yeah,
1: it's scary Not
0: for me to know, you know, I don't know.
1: I would love to think that I'll turn into like a star or like something magical or that I'll float around as Khadija in heaven and maybe my soul will be pulled into another planet or back to this planet. I definitely agree with both of you in terms of um, there's energy that needs to be recycled. Uh, or that will be recycled because I mean we've learned that energy can't be created nor destroyed but we've also learned that so maybe it can. Maybe energy can rest and lay dormant. maybe it enough can. like there the possibility is literally infinite mm-hmm. and we don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm in my super sci-fi brain and I want to go mm-hmm. to another planet in, or in, or a parallel universe and mm-hmm. I'm like those you know, all the Khadijahs converge or mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's so fun to think about. Um, And this pulls me back to what you both said about, you know, everything happens for a reason or or nothing happens for no reason mm-hmm. um, and just mm-hmm. radical love and, and differences because I I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason, sometimes as a coping mechanism, but it's something that I end up circling back to like find the reason like after the trauma Mm -hmm. and you're like why why why?" you know pain it hurts make it stop and then you Mm -hmm. come back like well this couldn't have happened if this hadn't have happened this couldn't have Mm -hmm. been the way this hadn't have been the way this way directed me into you know and maybe it's not everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. maybe it
0: Maybe it's just One, everything's connected.
1: Yeah, everything's mm-hmm.
2: a, like, yeah, everything happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like maybe it's not already divinely orchestrated and ordained, but I do mm-hmm. find myself so supported by the universe and looking back at the trajectory and the things that I'm grateful for are the things that I have now, but at what mm-hmm. cost, mm. right. you know? Mm-hmm.
0: all right, all right. Um, little twiggles and twiglets and twiggies yeah. we're, we're back with um the lovely rashida um so what i wanted to ask you is how has the journey or what has the journey been um mm. at, for you identifying as non-binary um i know for me i think I've never been just like one thing. And I I never really knew what I identified as. Um, And I honestly like was never around um, or in an environment where I even felt like that was a thing. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Growing up in in, like gay culture in Philly and like in the gay community, the queer community, I feel like there was still so many limitations around like being gay or like being queer. And, and especially when it come when it came to like the language of it. And I think now I'm at that point where like, yes, I'm non-binary too, but I think it's like, I didn't like become non-binary. I think I just like found that title, like really fit the type of person that I am. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, there's a word for like how I feel and how I like to mm-hmm. like, be represented and and live my life and identify so i don't know how has it been for you is it like that or do you feel like there was like this huge shift all of a sudden do you feel like it's always been something for you and now you're you have a language that you can um put that to both sorry and that was a long a long way to get into that question
2: no 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 i love that you named all of that because it made me um circle back to i got so tickled in the last episode when you mentioned me how oh, did she just say my name <laughs> and you're <were> like <laughs> how you read my post when i wrote you know that i can be both and and yeah that, that resonates for me Mm-hmm. Yeah, and creating like spaciousness for myself, and that mm-hmm. I don't have to put myself in boxes. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think ever since I was a kid, or no, really, like peaking as a teenager, I wasn't a, in a loving environment with my friend group. It wasn't mm-hmm. loving, it felt conflicting. And that's something I still grapple with is like, oh, damn, like those weren't my people. That mm-hmm. sucks. Mm. and because the way that they were as people and this is you know this could just be reflecting on the way that I stuck with me but um I saw like the queer people that I knew were queer but I didn't know the word for it and they were seen as weird mm. and the friend group that I had used to make fun of that group and be like oh they're weird like oh right. what are you like and I was like uh-uh uh-uh no but I sure mm. as fuck was mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, like so yeah there's like it's like oh wow so like there's like many queer bones in my body I was just Mm -hmm. afraid to like get to know those bones and Mm -hmm. so I think that there's like yeah and coming into this language and coming into like this work that I've been learning from i didn't know there was spaciousness for me and um someone who is like a mentor someone that i follow now and is connect- and that i'm connected to um led a, like a, a gender inclusive trans um equity workshop that i had done in like a training and uh, their name is Tristan Katz, and they're a digital strategist. I talk about Tristan Katz like every day because I look mm. to their work always, just like inspiringly. Like, mm. oh, okay, so that's how you do a newsletter. That's how you send out an email forum, yada, yada, yada. Mm. And wow. um, they said once in this training, like, play with your pronouns. And I was like, oh, snap, pronouns. Huh? How do I refer to myself? Okay. Mm. And they were like, play with it and see how it feels. And I didn't know that I could. Mm. <laughs> play with my pronouns and then i started doing it and i was like oh shit, that feels good Mm. Mm. huh that's interesting and then i started just like i mean i always come back to the digging because i think that's like how i've just been getting closer to myself and making spaciousness for myself Mm. in my identity it's like oh there's spaciousness here there's there's room here I don't have to also like i can make room for me and my experience and my identity but i also don't have to put it somewhere Mm. it can just be here wherever that space is it can just be and it can keep growing and it can shift and change and so how it's transitioned my life is the way that i have conversations especially with my husband eddie He, oh, God, I love that man so much.
3: (laughs) Wow.
2: He is, like, my absolute best friend. And we have just the most raw, honest conversations. And Mm. since this transition in my life, we've had conversations we've never had before and Mm. are putting into practice things we've never done before. Mm. And it feels radical and it feels awesome. And it's really great. And I think um, another layer to my... And I don't even know that it's transness yet. Cause you know, trans is like, you know the umbrella term for mm-hmm. people who are non-binary or gender non-conforming or um, however someone choose to identify. So I, w- I don't necessarily call myself trans but that might change in like mm-hmm. a year or two. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, or, you know, in a gap of time, but mm-hmm. um Something that's a part of, like, my non-binary identity and my queerness is, like, practicing polyamory. And that's a really new practice mm. for me and my husband. like, being open about desire and being open about mm. sharing experiences with other people mm-hmm. is yeah. scary. But it's something we, it's scary, but we know we both want it and we're trusting each other and like setting up boundaries and like expectations around what this looks like. And it's just, Mm -hmm. again, the spaciousness. And it's like, I think that came along with my identity too, because I think I've all like, I didn't know what non-monogamy was when I was younger. I was practicing it unethically, like I was Mm -hmm. cheating on my my goofy Mm -hmm. little boyfriends or whatever. And I didn't realize that that I was like, oh wait, I have like a lot of things and like a lot of desire for connection and intimacy with multiple kinds of people. Mm-hmm. At, at different times, and like I can, it's possible to do all of that mm-hmm. and yeah. still be in practice of who I am and what I say I am. Um, yeah. And so, those things feel radical to me, too, because I'm like, you know what, this could be looked at one way, but it's not like that for me. And you right. see it that way for you, maybe. And this is, you know, me speaking hypothetically, but I'm like, you know, just making space for what I know to be true for me.
3: For sure. um, and this is the last
2: bit I'll say, but a teacher I've been following in a class I took. They did a queer care series, which was, like, phenomenal. And one thing they said about yoga is that yoga is not binary And I was like, Mm. what? They were like, you know, you have the strength of the pose, but then you have the softness in the pose, Mm. as well as the Mm. energy flowing through the pose, and then the mind. And I was like, oh, shh,
0: what? Hmm. So that's my
2: experience.
0: Wow. And I'm moving with it. It's (laughs) so cool, yeah.
1: I come back to my own self liberation, self liberation through watching you unravel these layers of yourself and really affirm yourself through finding out where you want to be and who you want to be with and how you want to be and what makes you feel good and what Like really just like a a sense of um, deep self-investigation and a decisiveness of Mm. like self-affirmation, you know, Mm. and it's it's deciding who you want to be in the world and doing that based on what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that it invites all of us to do the same thing. And mm-hmm. you know, and the same thing with you, Mark. Um just deciding how you're going to express yourself. Mm-hmm. And being unapologetic in that,
3: mm. even mm-hmm. if it may feel
1: scary at times, even if mm. it may feel lonely at times, even if mm-hmm. everyone around you is expressing and or living differently, mm. you know yeah. I, think, I think that I think that yeah. is like inviting for everyone to be liberated. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that's really cool.
0: It's also Cheetah. like deciding to be indecisive in a way, which is yeah, you know, allowing. Yeah, for sure. And I also think oh, everything yeah, you, you just that. said, Sheeta, just like kind of comes back to the very first thing we talked about. And it's kind of like again, letting go of our perception of others and mm-hmm. um and just allowing, you know, and and like Drake, like you were just saying, like allowing like someone else to just live their life and figure out who they are or not just kind of live and and just kind of sip through life in that way um mm-hmm. is really liberating for for others if you're if you're willing to drop your your view on that person and and the boundaries that we create for other people because of the mm-hmm. choices that they make and the identities that they choose to live you know it's very well actually it's 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 challenging because of the way we've been conditioned since we've been born Mm -hmm. to like think in these um these ways it's black or white it's it's Mm -hmm. soft or hard it's you know it's hot or cold Mm -hmm. um you know so it's definitely a challenge because of the way we've been taught but
1: It makes me think of this quote that I came up with recently and um, I posted it on my Instagram, but it was, I cannot preach love while I speak hate. Mm -hmm. I cannot say that I'm a person of love and turn around in any any aspect of my life Mm -hmm. and then talk about hateful things. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean blatantly outwardly. I hate this and X, Y, and Z. It's saying anything against any person or group of people that is not shaped in love and compassion. And I had a conversation with a friend. It was actually a debate and and it got a little bit heated about Mm. why they couldn't understand the non-binary journey.
3: Mm.
1: And they could not wrap their head around The pronouns, the use of pronouns. Mm. And if you're just completely ignorant to this world, and I don't mean ignorant in a bashful way, I mean ignorant as in without knowledge or experience Mm. of this world, then it is jarring. Mm -hmm. I empathize Mm -hmm. with that. I grappled and I still fumble over Mm. pronouns sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's understandable. We are stepping into a new place in society but what you're preaching is that there's no place for this and that everyone is not welcome Mm -hmm. and things should stay the same because you can't wrap your head around it you don't want to make space in your brain Mm -hmm. to respect how someone else chooses to identify You don't have to identify that way, but you do now have to respect my sibling and Mm -hmm. anyone else Mm -hmm. who decides to identify in any way. And from that scope and lens, I just began to look at all of my own biases Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. societal teachings of what's right and what's wrong and what's other and what's alternative. Mm
0: -hmm. And I was
1: just like, but people, are living their lives. And if they're living within natural law of of love and progression, then I have to champion these people, whoever they are, I Mm -hmm. have to stand with them. I cannot preach Mm -hmm. love and say, oh, my day is love. I love the trees. I love the sky. (laughs) I love my son. Mm -hmm. And then go and talk about hateful things anything that's disrespecting Mm -hmm. anyone else whether it's rich shaming or Mm -hmm. gender shaming or Mm -hmm. republican shaming or Mm -hmm. white shaming which i'm still very guilty of because i still have a lot of anger towards white people but i cannot preach love while i speak hate Mm -hmm. it's true
2: it's so true and valid and some i think like even when we zoom out of everything what you just said it's like is it even like the rich people and the white people or the like the people who are shaming it's like it's like no it's it's like the action it's like mm-hmm. i hate greed i hate mm-hmm. privilege mm-hmm. i don't agree with oppression mm-hmm.
3: um mm-hmm. hate mm-hmm. hate
2: doesn't feel good mm-hmm. and then when we mm-hmm. take like you know the human out of or separate from like what the human is actually doing Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it's like it's that thing so how do we get rid Mm -hmm. of that thing
3: Mm -hmm.
1: love It's
2: like we're not even saying like yeah Mm -hmm. love exactly and so we don't say like get rid of those people we're not saying get rid of the rich people no we're saying rich people look at your privilege Mm -hmm. look at what you're doing with your privilege, is pressing others you cannot keep acting like you don't see it
1: yeah yeah and how can we transform that how can we transform transform that? that you still have what you have, but now you have what you have and you use it for positive. Mm
3: -hmm. So,
1: and and how do we do that? By getting these people to reflect and And by, you know, if society changes to a place of love, 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 instead of greed, 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 and me, 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 then I think that the structures will change. I mean, we've seen Mm -hmm. it globally with like All of a sudden, black and brown representation, because the industries know that that's what we want to see. So, if the industries know that we want love, 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 humanity, 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 then Mm -hmm. they're gonna have to find some way to transition. But I think, like through our elevation, higher vibration, as Mm -hmm. as common folk, as as everyday as society, I think we can make the shift and. I also had to check into do I want to be a person that sits in gloom with how society is? Or do I want to be a person that is radiating hope for what society could be, knowing that it Mm -hmm. could be that way? Yes, we can realize and grapple with where things are and where they have been, but I don't want to right i want to like look forward and see the brightness and see the light of what it can be the Mm -hmm. hope the love the joy and the extension of like all humanness Mm -hmm.
3: yeah
2: yeah
3: and remembering that you have
2: a choice Mm
3: -hmm.
2: you have a choice i think capitalism makes us think about how like we don't have a choice like we -hmm. we can't choose otherwise yeah you can (laughs) and if you're not then what's wrong what's going on there
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. I like
2: that you said. You mentioned that in the beginning of what you said, that it's just about like you know, like being willing to accept that someone's pronouns are different than your expectations. It's like you know, they're not even mad at that person. I'm going to make an assumption here by saying this, but I don't think those people are even mad at non-binary people or queer people. I think they're like more so angry with themselves that they yeah. can't
3: yeah, yeah like it was they're too afraid difficult.
2: of like yeah they're afraid of being like oh wait i don't have to be in a box either mm-hmm. no right. well, that can't be no i am in this box stay in this box when like, you're doing crazy shit because you're outside of the box mm-hmm. how dare you mm-hmm. i'm you angry get back in the i'm angry with myself <laughs> get back in the box i'm feeling mm-hmm. all of this shit and like mm-hmm. how could you possibly exist then that means mm-hmm. there's a part of me that's not existing Mm -hmm. and shit what do you do with it a lot of people do violent scary things and then or you can just like be like "Mm, should i investigate Mm -hmm. and i think that's that brings me back to like just how y'all also kind of like have created a layer in like being finding exploration for me you know ever since i was a kid it's just the way that you are passionate about your art and your work you know like not having expectation and like finding that freedom to be like no this is how this feels and I'm going to portray it like this and I welcome you to observe and I was like oh Mm. shit I'm going to observe I can observe Mm. cool let me think about the way Driggs does that what's their process and Mm. what's that process look like in my life so how important work and art is for all of these things that are interconnected so yeah Yeah. thank
1: you yeah thank you Sheena yeah thank you (laughs) Rashida, just in case you don't know, rapid fire is a game where we just literally throw you in the fire. It's either or, you gotta go fast, you gotta go quick. It's whatever your heart leaps at first. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, here we go. Rapid fire. Dolphins (laughs) or whales? Whales. This is us or insecure? Insecure. Bike or car? Bike. A million dollars or unlimited food forever.
2: Unlimited food forever.
1: Tiger's eye or amethyst.
2: Amethyst.
1: Pink or purple. Purple. Solange or little dragon concert. Little
2: dragon. <laughs> little dragon. Damn it! I'm sorry, Solange. or puppies? No, 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 no. Solange, I'm sorry. That was slow, but I want to see Little She wants
1: to come and see you live, woman. Kittens (laughs) or puppies? Puppies. Pittens, we'll call them. (laughs) Okay. Your favorite thing in the world right now. Go. That's not either
3: or. (laughs) What do you love? Favorite thing in the world?
2: Do you- <laughs> to do? To
1: do? To do or sip or think or smoke uh, or plan or write. What's your favorite thing in the world? Do you watch it or your binoculars? Playing in the sun. Stars? Uh. Laying, in the sun.
2: Uh-huh. laying in the sun and watching Grizz and with Eddie. Uh. Can you do
1: both at the same damn time? Yes all right
0: then we love it if you could do it we'll take it <laughs> i love that <laughs> i also love how like every answer was like wait
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know with Despite solange and i've seen little yeah. dragon
2: but i haven't seen solange and like right. duh, i would yeah, right. say little dragon quick because i've always loved little dragon but damn i
3: haven't seen solange
1: yeah you took me to a little dragon concert before and it was mind-blowing and then you annoyingly wanted to stay and wait for little dragon at the end and i mm. annoyingly didn't want to and so i left and you met little dragon i did <laughs> the, oh my God, the God, you,
3: yes
2: you were there it was me you and talia and i yeah. made talia wait she was like it's yeah. cold i was, I was like, like I don't this care. is
1: stupid <laughs> i'm going home <laughs>
2: Yukimi yeah. Yuki Nugano, Yuki Nugano came to the gate and like said her name and I was like, I have no idea. Thank you wow. for shaking
1: my hand. I know who you <laughs> are. Thank you. And I was so salty. It was literally one of the best concerts I ever went to, but it was cold, like they said. Remember,
0: remember when Damien Marley sang to you from the window?
1: Yeah, I would like to think it was Damien. I really <laughs> do think that it was actually Steven. I also remember what? when Damien Marley shook my hand and I told him that he was a prophet. <laughs> who told him? I was like, you're a prophet. I probably didn't even say that. Honestly, I wish I would have said that. Then I would be so memorable. I would be the woman who told him that and he would mm-hmm. think about me for the rest of his life. Yeah, I was just another fan who babbled in reality.
0: Right. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. But I
1: helped. What you with actually his hand in between both of mine.
0: What you actually said was. Uh, <laughs> 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 and he was like, well, "Security,
2: somebody call." it. you know, we almost hung out memorable. with them. Yeah,
1: we did almost hang out with them. Mark, I'll tell you this: the way that man walked over to us was the most slow and intentional, empowered walk. and self-assured walk I have ever seen anyone do in my life. And I was like, he don't care that we waiting, he just gonna walk that slow. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: And he walked mm-hmm. even he was slower. Chilling. Like, was And you Prophet. know, I'm so ha- happy
2: for Prophet.
3: that moment. We also
2: like low-key
1: blew it, cause we could've hung out. We could've, right. we
2: could've hung, hung out with that now, but we got too shy.
1: We got too shy and I feel like there was like a part of me inside that knows that you could kill the dream that you have in your head if it doesn't. Meet up to the magic that you've been thinking.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like there's a part of me that just like knew that, like, okay, I could have hung out with the Marleys, but did I really want to hang out with the Marleys or would I walk around right. for the rest of my life and say, I hung out with the Marleys? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, what if it wasn't his, the the people around him didn't look like my type of people. Right.
0: Okay. That. Yeah. That's yeah,
1: true. Yeah.
2: It was just, mm-hmm. we just wanted them. We didn't want yeah. to, we just wanted them. Really. Can it just Can be you? us? Can yeah. y'all go away? Yeah.
1: Us, let's, your 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 entourage gotta go. But yeah. that's not gonna happen. Like,
0: that's unrealistic. <laughs> never meet but, your uh, heroes. No, never meet your heroes.
1: That's like literally a saying. Like, never yeah. meet your heroes. They never measure up. Yeah. <laughs> but Damien Molly measured that's, up. That's okay? like-
2: and that's like us being stuck in like that like expectation box exactly we can meet our heroes and see them as human or we can keep them in the box of expectation like your music has done this for me like what else great you got and they're like yeah uh, scratching myself
0: a very iconic drag queen once said expectations are nothing but future disappointments
1: Oh. Facts on facts on facts
0: mm-hmm. you gotta mm-hmm. walk into
1: the situation open and just mm-hmm. ready to receive mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. okay with not receiving anything
0: exactly the <laughs> equanimity and, then and then w- w- with that mindset you usually do receive the most probably the most yeah yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah guys i love you so- so, so much. Thank you. <laughs> love you. Too. Oh, an love incredible you. episode, Driggy. Um, yeah, thank this was you. Great. Yeah, Shida. Driggy,
0: You're the best. Sheeta, you're the best. Thank you for your insight and wow. your, your mind and your heart.
2: Yeah, thank you, it's you been for wonderful. welcoming wow. me to share it. Thank you. I love y'all.
0: Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs>